See, I don't know that much about Buffy, but I'm interested in what she likes. And so far, well, the only thing that I know she likes is you. What, what do you want me to do? Just tell me something. Anything. Just give me a clue. Here, let me help you with that. Just something that'll start us talking, you know? I'm thinking that how about them Broncos won't really cut it. Okay. Say that I help. And you start a conversation. It goes great. You like Buffy. She likes you. You spend time together. Feelings grow deeper. And one day, without even realizing it, you find you're in love. Time stops. And it feels like the whole world's made for you two. And you two alone. Until the day one of you leaves and rips the still-beating heart from the other, who's now a broken, hollow mockery of the human condition. Yep, that's the plan. I figured it was. Scene one, Apple, take one. This is episode 61 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I am Marcella. You know why we're here. Oh, yeah. And if you don't, welcome. Welcome for the first time. If this is your first time, we're here to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yay! And other things, too. They always yeah. come up. Oh, yeah. I hope you're having a good day. We're having a pretty good day. You having a good day? Yeah, it's warm. It's, it's, it's a little toasty. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's summertime. It's summertime, so I'll take that heat. I'm, I'm totally like fine it. with it, yes. I do enjoy summer heat yep. better than a winter cold. Because you can't get... You can get cool. Yeah. You can get cool. I can be fine That's what air it. conditioning's for. Exactly. That's why God made AC. So if you haven't, could you do us a solid and rate and review us on iTunes yes. and Libsyn? That'd be super That'd thanks. be great. And um, you can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. Yeah. So we've got, uh, per usual, we've got some unboxing to do. Um, and I realize like, we always have multiple unboxings we each do. episode. And mm-hmm. we may have a problem. <laughs> we might. <laughs> I thought about canceling a few of them and I'm like, but I like that. <laughs> but I like that one. Well, I like getting stuff in it. I spend actually less money than I think I used to because I would just go out shopping and buy a bunch of stuff. Right. You know, I don't do that anymore. Right. I don't. I have I have less um, trips to Target mm-hmm. for just like random. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You know, because like so there's a lot of times. Happy. Yeah, I do. You're right. It does keep me from getting just a bunch of randomness mm-hmm. at Target at times, especially that clearance aisle. Tar- oh yeah. Keep me away from that, that little dollar bin mm-hmm. area too. Uh, and like this, yeah. Um, it's a tiny lotion. What do you need a tiny? Lo- I don't know, but it's like ninety five cents. <laughs> I want it. So now I just have little tiny lotions brought to my door, and I don't have to go anywhere. And also, I think I'm kind of getting into the uh, to the groove of this thing of like kind of skipping around to different mm-hmm. boxes. It seems to be fun. Yeah. Um, as long as I can remember to cancel on time yeah. and I like to do all that stuff but uh yeah i feel about my audible membership why can i not remember to cancel this membership i think i did just did it again just now i'm thinking you know you didn't cancel it yet and yeah yeah i've got way too many i don't know what to do with all of them i, I never listened to any of the books i've probably listened to two books successfully on audible and i've probably been a member for three years i don't yeah it's like a gym membership why won't i just cancel it i don't know i i just forget i like 
that I have it, if it's there, if it's, I need it. It's like health insurance. The prospect of using it is enough to make me pay for it because I may want something or need it. Right, exactly. So Audible, yes, you are consistently getting my $15 per month until I man up. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to offer it to me for half off and I'm going to... Yep. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, I got a bar... I got a... Um, email from Combox offered me to discount to come back. Really? Yeah, and I don't know if I hmm. that has expired and I just let it go or what. That was an okay one. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that but... was good. I need to go back and revisit that because yeah. if, if the discount is, is discount enough, then... It's worthy. Yeah, I think they were going to like lock me into for a year. For like when Columbia House, please come back. Here's right. 20 CDs for a penny. It's like... I still owe you guys like a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> under my fifth alias that right? I sent it out. Uh, and you just keep sending me CDs. <laughs> you know what? Music industry pirating was not your problem. <laughs> Columbia House was your problem. Exactly. Exactly. Not pirating. Why do you think pirating started it? Exactly. Started it. Started. <laughs> I cannot tell you the amount of, yeah, it was like 18 different aliases mm-hmm. and just like each time. Yeah, sure. We don't need anything <laughs> from you just a name and an address and pick your 20 fucking cds and you know for your pet tape the penny here (laughs) (laughs) oh i miss columbia house so any hoozles unboxing yes what have you got today i've got the june ipsy that's a cute cute bag i like that bag. it's a little fabric bag cotton bag i'd say that has a big old pair of lips on it it makes me think of rolling stone oh nice Women of color. So maybe that she looks like an actress that I that she looks. The one girl kind of reminds me of Willow. Uh, yeah, Smith. Willow Smith. Yeah. The other girl, she reminds me of. She some reminds some, like maybe Zoe Kravitz or something. Some some she she looks like someone. Yeah. Um. So cute. Super cute bag. Yeah. Love it. What it's also, wasn't it's in, kinda teeny though. It is kinda teeny. A little bit smaller. They had to put this in the package because it doesn't fit. Ah. Except it looks like it fits, so I don't know why they, this might have been something I got extra, but because it's not Okay. It's just an extra and it's a brush. I like it. It's cute. I like the yeah. little pink tip. It's a glamour dolls little I don't know what you use it for, but I'll probably end up using it for eyeshadow. Yeah. Although it might be for something else. Who knows? Who cares? So, so we've got a skin S K Y N. Iceland, mm. and this is a glacial face wash. Okay. So, smells great. Really like the way it smells. Oh, this, this smells really fresh. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like so a fresh and so clean. baby powder. Mm-hmm. And now we have Juice Booty. Another, juice Booty. <laughs> another Juice Booty product. <laughs> this is a Juice Beauty. Uh, the packaging, guys, is like, how am I supposed to read that? It's silver and shimmery. And every time I try to move it to read what it, I can't. What what does that say? I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad. Phyto pigments. It's based. So- Ultra natural mascara. Yeah. So it's a. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have so much mascara. I have so much. I never need to buy mascara ever. Ever again. Ever again. And this is a full size. This looks like a full yeah. size one. So good on you. Ipsy, you're doing good stuff here. This, I don't know if I'll ever use it. And why is it so tiny? Why? What is it? How am I, my <laughs> giant fingers? <laughs> like, why do you keep making me feel like a giant monster trying to open? Oh, there we go. So this is some kind of eyeshadow primer, but it's a black primer. 
And so it says you can try this black primer underneath powder shadows to intensify. Or if you just want to do a smoky eye, it kind of does that too. Okay. So it's kind of like a nice little dark. Okay. But it takes me five minutes just to get into it because it's so (laughs) teeny tiny. They definitely, in the spoilers for it, made it look much bigger. (laughs) They photographed it very well. It's like, oh, it looks huge. No. No, it's the size of a thumb. dime. Yeah. Then we have a Makeup Forever. And this is just an eyeliner. And I'm kind of, I mean, I also have enough eyeliner for the yeah. rest of my life, which it's a nice eyeliner. That's fine. Oh, nice. Yeah, Good it's real one. nice. What upset me about it, though, was look at all the different colors that they have available. <laughs> They're like literally 20 different colors. Yes. And you sent me black. Do you know how many black eyeliners Boring. I have? And it doesn't doesn't smudge not even wow not even the diamond black right it's just black you just gave me satiny taupe Mm -hmm. the iridescent pop purple that would have been i know i'm disappointed yeah but at least my bare minerals gave me a teal yeah i'm enjoying this pop of color on my eye that i was unexpected (laughs) and plus i guess like now you know that's a good quality and if you want to purchase purple Do we per- do we ever actually purchase any? I don't think I've ever bought anything that was because that's the purpose, guys, of these subscription yeah. boxes is to find things. Oh, I did a face wash, a Peter, uh, something French, Lemire or something like that. There's this teeny tiny little sample I got in an Ipsy, and I bought the full size one. I think an Amazon eyeliner is the only thing that I actually went out and bought the went out and bought. I loved it so much. So yeah, everything else is just like, oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that gone nice. now. It's gone. It's done. <laughs> I don't need it again. And then the last thing is my favorite thing in the box. It's a cookie or cookie, cookie, K-O-K-I-E nail polish. Nice. And it's my favorite. Blue. It's the brightest, prettiest blue. Is that what you have on now? Uh-huh. Nice. And I just love it. I need to redo them, but I just, it's the prettiest blue. It is. And it's I a full it. size. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's a nice big one. That's a good bag. Real good bag. Good bag. So I give a Ipsy a 9 out of 10 on that one. Awesome. So this month, uh, actually right before you got here, I got my pop in a box. Ooh. <laughs> I was and hoping I also... to have the FabFitFun, but it didn't oh, come yeah. yet. It was supposed to come on Friday, and then FedEx magically said it's now Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lazy. You gave it to the post office, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate that. Um, I also tried a new comic book box. Ooh. Um, called Comic Bento Box, I think. Oh, I've seen and, the ads for that. How'd yeah, that go? I, I hasn't gotten here yet. I shipped. I got the tracking notification and stuff uh, yesterday, so it should be here like Wednesday. Nice. So yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. I don't expect that I'm going to keep that one that long. I don't need that many comics in my life. Yeah. But I just wanted to. At least they take up very little space. Yeah, I just wanted to see what it was about. See what's going on. There's a board game Bento that I thought about getting, but. I've looked at the Instagram photos each month, and I never want to own any of those games. Yeah, that's unfortunate. See you. This month's Pop in a Box is going to be a giveaway. Oh. Not something that I dislike, but I don't need it. <clears throat> you don't need it taking up shelf space. No. That's sad. Like, I do. It's Princess Jasmine from Aww. Aladdin. She's cute. There's nothing special. I mean, no. I love the Aladdin movie, but I don't. I can't just have Jasmine all alone right. and I don't see myself wanting the rest of them. No. So I'm okay. This is fine. So I guess the way we're going to do this is um, if you have list- if you want a Princess Jasmine Funko Pop number 52 uh, and you've listened to this podcast, you're listening to this podcast, I need you to tweet us at Back to Sunnydale, hashtag Jasmine, Princess Jasmine. 
Hashtag Princess Jasmine. Yeah. And I'll, if you're the first one, then I will send it to you. Because uh, she's cute, but I don't need her. If they'd have put Raja in there with her. Yeah, that might have been extra. I, I might have thought been... about it, but he gets his own. Does he get his own? I don't see him on the back here. I don't even. <gasps> That's disrespectful. I don't even know if Aladdin has his own. Because I see, just see Jasmine, Jafar, and Genie on the back. Uh... That's weird. Not even an Abu. There should definitely be an Abu. I love Abu so I know. much. Abu! So, yeah. That's that. That's anticlimactic. That for is me. anticlimactic. So I need to go back and readjust my my <laughs> notification my my thingies in my 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 likes. Well, oh, that kind of leads to this kind of geek fuel. Yeah. So the past couple months, okay. So geek fuel is they're not quite as bad. Like Loop Crate was shitting the bed for me for a good <laughs> solid six months, mm. but I'm seeing it start to happen mm. with geek fuel. So it may. I'm gonna give them. One or two more months, we'll mm. see. Because I'm, you know, it's summertime. Summer blockbusters come right. out. God, you know, yeah, I don't want to be that one that misses <laughs> the awesome thing. But okay, so the first thing is this is the T-shirt. Cool, Space Invaders. Space Invaders original Tokyo design. Nice of the the actual arcade game. Okay, so cool. Okay, tell me one thing. Does that look like the color of this T-shirt? Why is theirs black and yours is baby blue? I know. Black Not that blue. I'm complaining. I kind of like the baby blue, but I think the black looks cooler. I think the black looks cooler, and I I'm I'm confused. <laughs> right off the bat, I'm confused. So then we get sure, yeah, little baby group, but I can't give it to the dogs because it's got beans in the butt. Oh, yeah. So then, the, and that's not even a cute group. It's that's, creepy. Yeah, that's a group. You could have no got eyes. a rocket or a group. I think the rocket's better. The in rocket's that better because they have no eyes. Right. And it's just creepy as hell. And I don't care. I don't want it. <laughs> Next up, we have a limited edition Marvel Spider-Man character poster print. Oh. It is The Amazing Spider-Man by Dave Perillo. And pop art meets pop culture in these incredible posters from Dave Perillo. Celebrate Spider-Man with the original a color variant or a signed print. I believe I just got the color variant. Yeah. Cool. But guess what? (laughs) Here's another custom frame Uh. (laughs) where the frame is more expensive than the print. Yeah. I'm never going to put that up. Nope. No. Yeah, it is cool, but you're right. That frame is going to cost like $30, $40. Next up, cute packaging this in the Super Mario Kart Aww. pin for their Geek Fuel. Every that's month they lot, do a this, Geek Fuel That's a lot pin. of packaging just for that Again, one pin. Again, that's all the pins are in huge, because the other ones are in like Mattel toy box kind of toy things. It's an epic enamel, and I got Yoshi. I am glad. I am happy I got Yoshi. I love Yoshi. Um, but again, I don't know what to do with these pins. I'm going to start putting them on my jean jacket and be that girl. <laughs> Our second giveaway is the typical monthly Geek Fuel Steam game that I won't play. Mm-hmm. This one is a $10 value, and it's called Deponia. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking Stankonia. <laughs> so Deponia, eking out his meager existence in the land of Deponia, a place that is effectively a giant dump, <gasps> Rufus longs for a way to find himself living in the land of the rich. Uh-huh. And then it goes on and on and on and on and on. And so the code word is hashtag Deponia. D-E-P-O-N-I-A. All right. You want it? I'll give you the code. It's yours. Yep. 
The last item is kind of cute, mm-hmm. but absolutely useless. <laughs> sort of. Um, I like the bag. I think it, it, you may recognize it when you pull it out. <laughs> yeah, so it's a full-on prop replica of the even the bag of Back to the Future 2 Gray's Sports Almanac and yes it's not an actual sports almanac it is a lined notebook the cover is a complete replica and the bag is a replica but then <laughs> yeah it's cute but then it's, it's like it's cute so but it goes together like right. the joke goes together so, right, so I can't really you're carrying around a notebook right, in this in a bag shiny bag <laughs> <laughs> So, for the first time, the only actual practical thing in this box that I will use is this t-shirt. Because I'll, even if it has a shitty design, chances <laughs> are I'm probably going to wear it. I'm either going to work out in it, right. or sleep in it, or do yard work. Yeah. So, even if it's a crappy t-shirt. It'll get used. At least it covers the cost of the box. Right. Everything else in here. Useless. Yeah. So, I may have to find a new geek subscription to switch to, but... Like you, I prefer to have a shirt in yeah. my box. I don't want it if there's no shirt. Right. Because I feel like otherwise I'm just going to get a box of shit. Right. Like and, that and Star Wars box. At least that's a $100 t-shirt. And yes, I'm still mad about this. I'm going to be mad about this for the rest of my life. Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. I have a $100 Star Wars right. t-shirt. At least the $50 Star Wars t-shirt that I got was for the Omaze project. Yeah. At least that was a charity. And I still actually have not gotten that shirt yet. Mm. But at least they were giving away, like, it was 50 bucks. I could have won an awesome experience. But it's also going to... It's going to charity. Charity, yeah. Yeah, The force for change. So at least I don't feel like I wasted $100 like I do. It's not a total waste. It's like, at the very least, I have given to charity. Yeah. May... Even though it was for selfish reasons. <laughs> I still did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you guys know of a geek box that we should be trying out. With or, shirts. With shirts. Or if you run a geek box mm-hmm. that you would like us to try out. Send us an email at revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. Still waiting for my tea. <laughs> I still want that tea. It's all about that tea. Uh, all right. Let's get into the initiative. Season four, episode seven. Yeah. Is that true? Um, original air date, November 16th, 1999. Written by Douglas Petrie, directed by James A. Contner. Uh, Spike finds himself targeted by a group of commandos after he escapes from a military lab underneath the Sunnydale campus. Sure, that's kind of true. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Sort of. Yes. Not really. Yes. They're really bad at these summaries. Yes. Who, who writes these things? Um, guest stars Mark Lucas is Riley Finn. James Must is Spike. Mercedes McNabb is Harmony. Lindsay Krauss as Maggie Walsh. Leonard Roberts is Forrest Gates. And Bailey Chase as Graham Miller. Uh, funny thing about Forrest uh, or Leonard Roberts. I just happened to see him in a movie the other day um, that I watched for like the first time ever this movie came out in like 96 i think uh love jones Mm -hmm. which apparently that's supposed to be like on black people homework list of Mm. movies that we should have watched and should be watching i probably haven't seen any of them (sighs) this movie was shitty i only get half a card so it was terrible (laughs) it was a terrible movie and i don't know it's uh, like neil long and lorenz tate (laughs) are the main main ones in it and uh forest is also in there i was like oh hey there's forest same poetic justice you can't 
leave it. It's a, it's, leave it. it's, yeah, it's terrible. Terrible movie. And I was upset that people made me like. Mia like, Long had her moment in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like mm, she was all over the place. Yeah. Where's she now? What's she doing now? The last thing that I can think of that I saw her in was like the best man holiday. Or maybe that's Why wrong. Why are those movies so funny? They're, I didn't expect them to be that funny, but they are pretty, pretty funny. funny. Yeah. So are the Think Like a Man ones yeah. are downright I, hilarious. I don't know if I saw the second one. The mom from the Goldbergs is in the second one. <laughs> and there's an entire musical number to Poison. What? And she raps. <laughs> oh, God. And it's phenomenal. <laughs> I'll look it up later. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, yeah, so I would just suggest stay away from Love Jones. It's not... Oh, it's it. not good. I mean, he was on as far as like those love interests, like you know, black love movies. Brown Sugar much far more superior mm-hmm. than this Love Jones business, and I think it came out like a couple years after. He Even was, Love and Basketball. What else was he? He was in Lorenz Tate. No, Forest. Uh, yeah, Forest. He was in Drumline. Oh yeah, the very first Drumline. Mm-hmm. He was on Heroes. Was he? He was, yeah, he was the one that could walk through walls. Oh, yeah. Micah's dad. He's Micah's okay. dad. That's right. Uh, he's all over the place, actually. Yeah, he's he is. A lot I, I of do, things. like, see him pop up every once in a while. I was like, oh, that's not Gunn. That's. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, then, that, oh, wait, that's not that, Professor Wood. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> not. Uh, it's not J. August Richards. Yeah. It's, it's not D.B. Woodson, I think is his name. <laughs> I always want to say D.B. Sweeney every single time. Like, you ain't got I know you're not D.B. Sweeney. I know you're not, but that's what I want to say. Oh. He's on, Principal Wood is on Lucifer Lucifer, now. isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks good. He's an attractive, chocolatey man. Yes, he is. All right. So, um, so the boys, Forrest and Graham and Riley are in the cafeteria and Forrest is highly sexualizing the women. We should have known this wasn't going to go well because we have to get that Parker intro again. Yeah. It's like, oh, this motherfucker's back. <laughs> Great. Uh, awesome. And yeah, Forrest is being gross. He's being just downright disgusting. Yeah. about And just every broad that walks past, he's just like, oh, I want to fuck her. Basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. <laughs> he actually... In reference to Buffy, uses the phrase mattressable. Gross. Gross. That is disgusting. Ew. Yeah, so they finally get to Buffy and he just like, no. And she's having what is she's the, having a worst, the worst comical day. I've, I've, she breaks the handle off the yogurt machine, <laughs> spends way too long. When you, I've done something like that and you just walk away. <laughs> right. You don't try what to fix do you do? it. You just walk away. Yeah. Walk away and pray to God nobody <laughs> saw you and nobody can place you. Um, as Forrest is going on and on about all this grossness, uh, Riley is really not paying attention, like, mm-hmm. you know, to Riley's credit he's he got his he's doing work he's, he's got shit to do yeah he's like Which, i don't have time for this why why does he have to do all this he's a ta yeah but why <laughs> like was maggie walsh didn't have time to do her own and i want to know how thing. all of this got set up like all right is there an rotc program in iowa <laughs> interesting that he signed up for and they were like okay you're gonna go to uc sunnydale mm. you're gonna be a ta or was he already in the army and they said we're gonna station you at uc sunnydale in this program but you're gonna have to go to school and actually do well and have a real job and grade actual students papers whose real future lives depend on these grades (laughs) so i hope you know what you're talking about i think rotc is probably a a better (laughs) 
thing because I because Riley and them don't strike me. They strike me military ish, mm-hmm. but they don't strike me as though they've actually been in the army. Mm-mm. That there's like a except difference. for maybe Graham. Yeah, Graham is all about business when it comes to and his. drinking three milks. <laughs> Did you notice that three milks? Mm-hmm. He's got dead inside. He's got dead <laughs> eyes. <laughs> So what? He's what strictly happens? there for someone to tell him what to do. That's all he wants in life. So Buffy breaks the soda machine, right? So she breaks that first. Yeah, drops her soda or something. But moves on to the yogurt machine. Breaks that. Breaks handle. that. Tries to get it to stop. Then does the right thing and walks away. And the guy behind her's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> He's grabbing cups and trying to catch the yogurt. Nah, dude, walk away. Right. Not your problem. You just walk away. Your fingerprints aren't on this. <laughs> and then at some point, she finally gets to the end of the line. She just falls. <laughs> She pays for it and immediately drops it. Riley's just like, would you really want to date her? (laughs) She does look like a hot mess. (laughs) She does. He calls her peculiar. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, yeah. And so like, you know, Forrest seems to find that hilarious Mm -hmm. that he uses peculiar. Um, But yeah. So like Riley's just really not painted, not not really giving her the time of day. (laughs) So we end up and we see uh, Spike is in some sort of high tech prison, muttering about the Slayer, kill the Slayer, Slayer, Slayer kill Slayer, and yeah. So he's like all locked away in some glass retreat, and which I don't know why. This this I know he just woke up and he was kind of groggy, but he ran into that glass like he couldn't see it. <laughs> And then they show us from the other point of view where there are clearly people walking around. So (laughs) the glass didn't look that clear. Why'd you walk into it? I don't understand. And he like is huddled against the back wall. Like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) There's demons and vampires. Yeah. Doctors walking around. Pull out to like this massive just containment unit Mm -hmm. of demons basically. And it's just very white. Yes. Very clean. Very sterile. Very bright. Yeah. So bright. So finally, we're like, oh, we finally gonna find out what's going, what's right. going on with all these. <sighs> Do we care? Meantime, in the meantime, uh, Giles and Xander are feeling particularly useless. <laughs> I think they, uh, you know, Giles has drawn up a sketch of what Buffy says the commandos look like, and he's just bored out of his fucking mind. Uh, Xander's like, oh, we'll suggest that maybe they should summon up a demon so they yes. can fight. Which I think Giles thinks about for a split second, and then when Buffy walks in, he says, a little bit unethical. <laughs> oh, now? Because mom's here? A wee bit? A, a little bit? And why can everyone on this show draw? I don't know. And but whoa, whoa! <laughs> so Giles does this like extreme, like like lifelike rep, like rendering of. But then fast forward to, to hush, hush, yes, and he's drawing stick figures with Buffy's wide hips. Right. Fast forward even further when he's trying to translate to the tra- to the Chinese uh, that potential poor girl. And he okay. drew terrible, but right. he, yes, but he draws this beautiful <laughs> portrait of this commando that he's never seen before. No. That's just like going by yeah. Buffy's um, description. Mm-hmm. Oh, that poor Chinese girl, <laughs> lactose intolerant, kept trying to so get her. Was trying to kill me? <laughs> I would pay to see two different shows. One, I mentioned, uh, we'll talk about it later. I would pay to see an odd couple version with Spike and Giles. I'd pay for that. But I'd also pay for a road trip story with Giles and Xander. Just like a... I'd be a short. Giles would leave him on the side of the road somewhere. <laughs> like I love when he gets frustrated with get Xander. about two hours in and... 
nope, just doesn't work out. So uh, Giles suggests that Buffy goes out and tries to find these commandos. And she's like, nope, nope. I got a party. Not going to do it. He's like, I beg your pardon. Hey. <laughs> Willow sad. Girls in the dorm want a party. We're going to the party. Which I'm not sure that a party and a frat party is the best thing for sad Willow. Yeah. Like she just broke up with Oz. And who are these girls still didn't see him nope. at the party nope once they got there nope never they don't have she was like age. oh some of the guys are here where Ooh, where where because the next shot you're standing by yourself next to next to some cheese right <laughs> i don't think these people exist <laughs> and we're back to poor spike we don't have to make up friends before. no <laughs> we get everybody has a core group we get it that's how life works right it's cool it's fine. It's fine. That's how life works. <laughs> it's okay that one of your core group members doesn't go to school there. Right. Uh, Spike gets a nasty packet of food dropped down from the ceiling. Blood or whatever. <sighs> and then he hears a voice from the next cell over. He's like, don't drink it. It's poisoned. And this apparently his name is Tom. Okay. And we've seen him before. Yes, yeah, like two, three episodes ago. The very first episode. Of the he season. He worked for Sunday. And he got kidnapped. That's right. At the end of The Freshman. Right. We almost forgot about him. And we haven't seen him since then. No, he got tased and kidnapped. Yep. Just like Spike. And about the same spot. Yeah. And so, vamps, stop going there. (laughs) So he's like, don't eat that stuff. They'll starve you. And then when you're ready to chew off your own arm, they're going to drop that shit out of the ceiling. And you're going to get drugged. And... Disappear. They they, they touch you in (laughs) places that it's... Just... Don't do it. <laughs> and Spike is like, so he's listening to what dude has to say. And he's like, well, how'd you get in here? And dude's like, well, last thing I remember is I was uh, running from the Slayer. And Spike's like, the Slayer. <laughs> that bitch. Yep. And this is just like one of the funniest lines to me. Mm-hmm. But he's like, uh, I always worried what would happen if that bitch got some funding. I want that as a bumper <laughs> sticker for my car. <laughs> Because that would be, and he's going, like, he's talking about her, like, she's the greatest, you know, biggest threat in the world. And they immediately cut to her getting ink all over her hands in class. Which, comical. Yes. (laughs) And then she wipes it across her notes. You couldn't have turned to a blank. And she, my notes. (laughs) Plus, you're dumbass. Why'd you do it? You get a blank page and wipe your hands off there or go to the bathroom. Right. So Willow goes up because apparently they do roll call in this class. In college? In college. And they didn't call Daniel Osborne. This is the first time we ever hear his name is Daniel. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And it's Daniel Osborne. And she asks, she asks, she's talking. She's talking to Riley. This is very important. She is talking to Riley. Yes. She asks Riley about it. And Riley's like, oh, he missed whatever he. I heard he wasn't. I heard he left. Yeah. You can see her start. Right. No, 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 no. She's like, he, he's just temp. He's just gone temporarily. He'll be back. I swear. I promise. You know, whatever. And Maggie Walsh rolls her ass. Poo poo to the party. Hey, I don't give a fuck about your friend. Like, whoa, whoa, easy. <laughs> and poor, you can see poor Willow's face. Is she's she's about to lose it. Yeah, Maggie like goes on about uh, you know your friends' problems ain't my problems, and she gets she she gets real uh, grimy with her, mm-hmm. and I don't like it at all. It's unnecessary. She, yeah, she, she she says, "I hope he doesn't come back." Basically, it's unnecessary because yeah. nobody was talking nope. to you. But. Leave it. At least at Buffy least. had her back. Right. So Willow runs off crying, basically. And Buffy basically tells her, like, uh, you know, you, for someone who teaches human behavior, <laughs> maybe you should try something. Showing or, it. Yeah. And it's not my job to coddle my students. 
And Buffy's like, oh, 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 no, 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 it has nothing to do with your job. Compassion has nothing to do with right. your job. Yeah. And then she stalks off. Puffy gives her some. And in the background, Riley's like, <gasps> ooh. <laughs> and oh, I no, think I think Professor Walsh was about to like, well, that little bitch. But right. she sees the look on Riley's face and oh, she's yeah. kind of like, huh. She's like, oh. I like her. <laughs> and again, you don't think she's a little peculiar? Why do you keep calling her peculiar? I think it's peculiar that you keep dropping that yes. word around. <laughs> It's just weird. I haven't heard anybody ever use peculiar to describe anyone. <laughs> so Buffy and uh, just stalks off and, you know, he's Riley's just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And we go to Giles and Xander. I don't know where Xander says he requisitioned all of this shit back when he. No, you didn't. It's like two this years was ago. one night. Yeah. One night. Were you doing this when you were bored? Going to that every base every just, so often. Just you guys like... want to go get some guns? <laughs> but he doesn't know what to do with them. No. He can't even load the 9mm. Giles, cl- very badassly. And calmly. Yes. Barely looking. Uh, ooh, Giles. <laughs> Hello. And, uh, like Xander's just going on. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And then he even, he even says something about, um, I may not be that great with the handguns, but um, I hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we'll basically, see. I'm the shit. Yeah. We'll see how you do with that hand to hand combat a little bit. Yeah. We dropped that in there uh-huh. just like moments before. <laughs> An example. And, uh, you know, they're going back and forth. And uh, finally, like, we hear Xander's mom yell from upstairs, like, you know, I just made some fruit punch, but you and your friend like some. And Giles, is it raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> He's interested. He's, He's interested so interested in the fruit, in the fruit punch. <laughs> Isn't there another time later or before where he gets offered fruit roll-ups or something from her? It's when he's blind and Xander, sm- he's oh. like, get away from me. You smell like fruit roll-ups. <laughs> I do love a fruit roll-up. I mean, fruit roll-ups are pretty good. God. We're in a common area at the school. And for whatever reason, Graham and Riley are playing Frisbee. Over people's heads. Have you ever played Frisbee? It doesn't go that smoothly no. in a crowd. You're hitting somebody in the forehead. Right. Like I'm, I'm just thinking. Like are these people just know not to stand up, right? <laughs> right now. So they're still talking about Buffy, and <sighs> you know Riley tells Forrest what she said to Professor Walsh, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my God, ooh, oh no, she did." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finally, Parker mm-hmm. just strolls his ass in for whatever reason. And I thought that I just assumed that this. I thought this was like their frat house. And I it, think it's just the common room, like okay. a common room. Okay, so because I assumed that it was the frat house, and then only the initiative boys lived in the frat house. It's like the initiative frat. Okay, so it's just like some common room. Yeah, and um, they ask Parker, they're like, "Oh, Parker, heard you, you hmm. dated Buffy for a while." <sighs> he deserves. Stabbed in the neck. Yeah. For this con. It's the grossest. It's disgusting. I've it's never disgusting. heard anybody ever. No. Ever say anything like this ever. No. And they're like, you know, what's she like? And he starts talking about basically he wants to be known that, yes, he shagged her. Yeah. And yes, she has stamina and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, but she's needy and whiny. And you, and you know what they say about freshman girls. and How they're like a toilet seat. Burp. Burp. And, uh, and you can see, and I think it's funny, like in this, the circle 
of what's happening. Like Riley's face is extremely well lit mm-hmm. throughout this entire thing. And you can see Riley getting like agitated yes. a little bit, but not like too much. Yeah. But he's just like, you see something's not sitting quite right with him. Every every word that comes out of Parker's mouth. He's getting more and more frustrated. Right. And then finally, you know, he says that about the toilet seat and then Riley just decks him. Yeah. Like lays him out. It's a good and he's awfully close to him too for this kind of shot yeah you know but he deserved it he deserved every single second of it yeah and then Forrest is like I can't believe you hit him I can't believe I hit him (laughs) you're gonna get in trouble if he reports you and Graham just is like he's too embarrassed he's not good why do they keep letting that poor boy talk just be pretty (laughs) just be pretty and stand there so Forrest is like but why did you hit him you've heard me say much grosser things than that much grosser than that which Riley comes back with, and most of those were about your own mother. Yikes. Ew, why are you saying gross? Uh, why are we still doing this? If it was worse this? than that. Why are we still doing this? Yeah. And then <laughs> that's when Riley, the light bulb goes off. Well, I think I kind of like her. Dung, dung, dung. And they play along like supposedly Forrest and Graham, and everybody else knew that already knew that he liked yeah. her too. How? You were pushing him towards this by being disgusting? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And I don't believe that no. and anybody even had an inkling that Riley liked her. No. There was nothing. He didn't even like no. her. No. Until just now right it was never no no so anywho's spike has decided he's gonna bust out so he fakes being knocked out to get the doctor to come in and he gets he escapes <laughs> he gets poor tom killed <laughs> tom's tom convinces him to take it with yeah like hey i know the way out blah 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 and like begrudgingly gets him on, but yes. then, like they go along the way and it comes to you or me and, and spike's like hey it's all you buddy <laughs> yes and he immediately gets staked <laughs> right? by a guard it's so sad for tom he's like hey let's split up you go that way and pushes him <laughs> right into guards <laughs> so riley shows up on willow's doorstep And this is actually a really cute exchange. He's there to kind of pump her for information and find out, you know, things about Buffy. And she's just... (laughs) I do like how when he comes in, he's like, I hope I'm not... What do you say? I'm not interrupting anything extremely depressing. (laughs) Because she's listening to the saddest song I think I've ever heard. (laughs) It's just so upsetting, this song. It's, And she's just there. Yep. Not one of her friends is there hanging out with her, trying to make her feel better. She's just all alone listening to something sadder than Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Like, I, like why was it? Why was no one there? What is Buffy doing? I know. What is Xander doing? Right. Xander's hanging not out with doing Giles. anything. He's hanging out with Giles. Come on, guys. You know she is in pain right now. Yeah. They, there should be ice cream and, and movies all aboard. Yes. Like, all around. We should be watching Beaches. I think she even says we should be watching Beaches. <laughs> crying about how at least we don't have diabetes and she's talking to riley and she kind of looks down and notices that buffy's <laughs> weapons bag is sticking out from under her bed and she's like trying to kick it under the bed he's just let me help you and he doesn't realize that he just pushed a bag of weapons no under that's how <laughs> clueless he is we're going on and trying to find out things to talk to buffy about and what she might like and then willow is just and i i love that and I think it's the scene where he's like, ah, oh, don't I have an honest face or, mm-hmm. or something? I wouldn't, I'd never heard her. Don't yeah. I have an honest face? And she's like, and this is my birth. Which yes. Is like, I've seen honest faces. They usually come attached to liars. Yes, I love it. Because <laughs> she's not having it. Nope. So she gives him cheese. Like, she does start to can, warm up. <laughs> that's what you can talk to mm-hmm. Buffy about. She likes cheese. cheese. <laughs> and about her little pig Gordo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's, you know, I'm not your accomplice. I'm no, not. no, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. 
And he's just like, well, thank you. For- and he even uses the word courted. I've never courted anyone like Buffy before. And, okay. And then he goes one step further. Does she ever talk about me? No. No. <laughs> Not a- no. And he actually... Well, that's discouraging. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Riley hate that it starts we here. have... <laughs> Right here. Riley is not bad. He looks good on paper. Mm-hmm. He's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. He's well built. He's very mannerable. Yeah. He's, he's got, you know, great manners. He's, he's very kind and sweet and gentle. He seems intelligent. Yeah. He works out. He knows how to use a gun. Yeah. Several different kinds. He still makes me want to vomit. He's, I don't know if he's it's too just, nice. He's just like, he's like mayonnaise on saltines. Yeah. It's just, nah, nah, nah. Well, there's a line. We should have known that it was never going to work mm. because he's too nice. Mm. And there's a line in Pangs where she says, I like my evil like I'm like my men evil. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And yeah. I think even Spike in like season five, maybe says that Riley's just not bumpy enough in the forehead. Right. For Buffy. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah, likes a little monster in her man. Yeah. And she does. Because even in season seven or season five of Angel, when they go to Italy <laughs> and find her with the immortal. Yes. Which we never see. No. I want to know what this man looks like. Yeah. If he was powerful enough to get Buffy, right. but also get Drew and Darla. And, and get them all giddy like. And at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I think if Spike and Angel had been nice, they may have been invited to the party as well. Because they've made mention that yeah. they've had some special times together, they've too. they crossed the stream yeah. once or twice. Yes. Mm, purposefully. So just we should have known it would never work out with Riley because he's not. And he, I think when he even tries to bat up a little and gets his weird dependency problem, <laughs> you went one step too far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, whoa, whoa. Not exactly what we were talking about. Just a little more badassery yeah. in your life. Just that's that's all. And no one knew anything was wrong. That boy was running around for half a season with turtlenecks in California. <laughs> Come on. There's no reason for that many turtlenecks. No. <laughs> nope. So Giles and Xander are out patrolling and it's adorable. And I think Giles is so fed up. He's like, I'm going to go look over here. (laughs) Let's let's split up. I can't. I can't. (laughs) Xander comes across Harmony. (laughs) Yes. Who is burning a pile of Spike shit. (laughs) Because Spike has shown up to the lair and she's putting up unicorn posters and listening to. What was that? I have no idea. <laughs> like uh, it was it, Peach Pit music from nine hundred two one zero. It didn't it just, even compute. As to, like, what is happening? And he comes. Spike comes in, and he's ready to be her blondie bear again. <laughs> and he calls her all these and, half-hearted uh-huh. nicknames. My mentholated pack of smokes. He's just looking for his cigarettes. <laughs> he's not paying, and she is sick of it. Yes, but she's like, I guess at that point she believes it, or she takes him back in. But he immediately starts talking about killing the Slayer. Right. And yes, we like, can do. We can do anything you want as soon as I kill the Slayer. I was like, all right. So she's fed up with that until so she takes the stuff and starts, it goes out to she's start a fire, forest fire. And, uh, <laughs> well, they go to the We get the party scene mm. before he comes. I love that scene with Xander. And Willow is. So they get to the party, apparently with a bunch of girls that we don't see. Never. We only see Buffy and Willow go in. And Willow is immediately like, 
Bored now. It's great. <laughs> glad I glad I put a bra on for this. Yeah. And Buffy <laughs> is like, well, we can go if you want. You really? Why do you want to stay? Right. You have had nothing but bad experiences at frat parties. Yeah. You should be wanting to steer clear of right. any sort of frat house at all. So she just lets Buffy go off and she sneaks over so cutely to yes. Riley. And she gives him a breakdown of yep. what Buffy's outfit means for what she's expected for yeah. the night. <laughs> Which, good on you, good friend. <laughs> yeah. And he tells, she tells him, go talk to her. Right. So he goes over and she's not talking to the guys that are apparently there. Mm. She's by herself by some cheese. Yes. And then Riley is tongue-tied? Just a doofus. He just loses all any any modicum of cool that he had <laughs> which is very little to yes. begin with as lost just um, gone yep it's just like you do the reading uh-huh <laughs> some theories right yeah they're cool would you uh-huh. like some cheese and he's way too happy about that cheese this is the one thing he's cl- he's he's held on to this buffy likes cheese <laughs> so did he go out and get cheese specifically for us Speci- i don't think that a frat party would no. have cheese no so uh, he went and got cheese and put it on toothpicks uh, yeah there's no way like cheese? frat parties there's like strewn bags of doritos yes. and pretzels and if you're lucky if you're lucky you're getting crumb bat the corner right. crumb <laughs> no then we get the best fight possibly ever yes on Buffy. Especially because this is pure acting here. This is <laughs> because they didn't use stunt doubles. Mm. She wore shin pads. <laughs> but I love her reactions. Like he's like he be taunts her. Like Yes. Like Xander's like, Don't come any closer. I am trained to put the stake right in your heart. And she's like, Whatever. I could kill like, you where you stand. <laughs> right. And then Could you? Does does he kick her first? Or? She slaps the shit out of him. He takes one step and she slaps the shit out of him. And he just says, Ow. So he kicks her, her in the shin. Yeah. And then she she's like, Ow, you sissy kicker. <laughs> And then that sets off the biggest slap fight I've ever and seen. Slow motion. Yes, and that's where the wonderful acting comes in because it's they they shot that mm. in regular and then slowed it for us. Right. Xander's face is hilarious. <laughs> the, the hatred and the ferocity of what? Now come on, we've seen you fight better than this. So right. he's so into it. <laughs> And she's and then they start pulling each other's hair. <laughs> and then agree to a truce, like yes. let go of my hair when we let go in three. <laughs> and he finds out that that Spike is back. Mm-hmm. And he immediately, as soon as he hears that, is like, fuck. Right. So he just what, did he just slowly <laughs> jet? Because she turns for like right, not she turns that for long. A second, he's like, you know, he says something about setting your fire. She's like, ew, that's not mine. You yes. know, like I'd listen to the Sex Pistols. Ew, ew. <laughs> that's a mini burn. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, when, by the time she turns back, she's like, "Why do guys always leave?" And yeah, then Xander's, and Xander's gone. gone. <laughs> so she's talking to herself. Oh. And we're back at the. So he's off to find Buffy. We think, and we're back to the party, and Willow's just kind of. Trying to comfort Riley for his epic failure. <laughs> He's embarrassed that he just failed so hard. Right. And she's like, it's okay. Don't, it's, it's fine. It's like I'm good at stuff. <laughs> and AJ, the worst DJ ever. So we actually come back to Buffy, she who cannot dance. Mm. She's dancing with some, some dude. Some dude. And that weird hip thing that mm. she does when she, da- you cannot dance there. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I love you. I got love in my heart for you. Uh, but I'm here to tell you. You cannot dance. Dancing is not your thing. No. So I think Riley's watching her dance with this guy, maybe, and he's just like, I failed so hard. <laughs> I'm a failure. And she's giving him a nice little pep talk. Mm. Until AJ decides to randomly cut the down. song. Yeah, he cuts, a, like, Buffy's dancing to a fast song, mm. and he immediately cuts to a dingo song. Right. And Willow's poor heart falls out of her butt. Right. <laughs> and Riley immediately notices that right. something's, something's happening. Right. And she explains. Sort of. I mean, without sort of. getting too into detail, he's right. like, you know... This is a band from last year. She's like, yeah, I know. He's like, oh, association, bad association. And then he tells AJ to shut it down. And he does, yes. which is nice. Yeah. That that makes me like him a little bit. A little bit. And so she tells him, go tell Buffy I went home. Mm-hmm. At least that'll give you something to talk about. Right. Good on. Still trying to get your girls back. Right. And you're sad as shit. Right. When you probably should have just said, Willow, or Buffy, please come home with me. I, right. I can't. Buffy should have heard the song. Right. That's Immediately what I was and too. been like, like Willow. why isn't Buffy not reacting to this? Yeah. Because nobody cares about Willow. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about that poor baby. But so Riley does go over and says, Willow went home. And Buffy meets like, what? What the fuck? She, Say what? He's like, ah, she's fine. She's fine. She just wanted yeah. you to, you know. And here comes Cockblock Xander. <laughs> Riley finally had something to talk about. Right. Oh, you've got some alone time and now yeah. you have a segue in. Hey, Buffy, we got an emergency. Got and go. out she runs. Because she does. She truly has yeah. an emergency. Right. Spike's in town. We got to go. Right. So they find out at the same time that Hostel 17 has escaped. Yes. So, so this is now the our slow reveal yeah. as to that Riley and the boys are the initiative commandos. And that the door is in their frat house. Yeah. So they like walk through a couple of laser eye recognition things and some voice <laughs> recognition activated doors and they go downstairs to a room covered in tinfoil. Mm-hmm. And it's very brightly lit. And, and it's it seems, a big room. It seems really dangerous mm-hmm. to have so much light and so much tinfoil. Yeah. Like, like a hazard. Just to wear. I bet it's hot as balls in it's that It's probably room. pretty hot. Probably someone has been inadvertently blinded. And those demons smell. Mm-hmm. They stink. Yeah. And there's also random puffs of smoke and steam all over the yeah. place, too. Oh, and going oh, on surprise, there? Maggie Walsh is their leader. Of course she is. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting that it's all one big setup for some arc that we're going to hate. <laughs> the Initiative. Are they our big bad for this year? For this oh, season? I wish they were. I probably would have been happier if they were, but no, Frankenstein's monster is going to... It would have been awful if Riley had turned out to be evil. (laughs) Yeah, well, it might have been interesting. Yeah. I do love the laser thing. Like, that's how they get in. Mm -hmm. And there's a hilarious callback to that later when Buffy tries... (laughs) Xander mistakes retinal for (laughs) renal or rectal. rectal. (laughs) Oh, Xander. Xander. (laughs) So she, Maggie's sending them out to find Hostel 17 because he's escaped and they have to go get him. And that is Spike's name. It's, there's code name. It's Hostel. So am I to believe that they've only had 16 other <laughs> demons before him? Well, Riley is impressed when she tells them That's right. the number of... Depressed, impressed as well as depressed. Yes. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. So we find out Riley's Riley's the man. He is the head of all these oddly aged 
ranged men. Yeah. Some of which go to school there, and I don't think some of them do. There's a lot of grown men in lab coats uh-huh. down there. Yeah. Are, are they also posing as professors and whatnot? Or I hope not. Do, are these just their jobs? Because I hate Engelman. Doctor, oh, I hate that other guy that works with Walsh. And the, oh, I hate him. He's such a dick. But Maggie Walsh is kind of a dick, so it makes sense. Right. So we're following. They've got all these secret cubby doors that lead out all over the campus. I don't understand. And Riley comes upon, um, he eventually comes upon Buffy, who's out looking for Spike. We see her talking to Giles and to Xander, and he's telling her how Spike is back. And it's like, fuck, guys, I got to go deal with this now. It's not one thing, it's another. Here comes Spike again. But she's not concerned. He So Xander tries to give her a flare and say, you know, if you get in trouble, <laughs> she's like, I'm not going to need a flare. He's like, just, just right. come on. Just take it. Just take the flare. You're not too good for a flare. Yeah. In case, you know, you're in trouble and then we'll come a running. We'll come a running. Fine. She agrees to it. Take the damn flare. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I understand <laughs> that you're teeny tiny top. You don't have anything to hide it in. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but come on. So she goes off. And uh, Riley and them are out in the woods also looking. And they come across her sitting on a bench. Sitting on a bench? I thought you were supposed to be doing something. <laughs> so she's just sitting there waiting for Spike <laughs> to find her. She texts her, I'm going to be at this bench. I'm done chasing you. Worst plan ever. <laughs> come meet me at this bench. <laughs> and in the meantime, hacker man Spike has broken yeah. into the admissions office for whatever reason and is slowly paging down each root, each person's name until he comes across Summers. So... One, he was smart enough to... Okay, sure. I will buy that he thought about going to the administration office. Sure. And maybe he thought there were paper files or something. Sure. That would have made more sense. Sure, yes. But am I to believe that Spike... Hacked into hacked this to the computer because um, at the very least there was a password, right? And he necessary. knew which folder to go to, which um, software to to open up. I just don't. No. It's like student storm rooms. Like is that <laughs> that works? <laughs> and then he's so pleased with himself when he finds it too. Hello, gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> or don't. It's fine. I love you. You're, I love it. So he finds Buffy's dorm room, and then. I guess he also had a map, too, because campus... Right. <laughs> college campuses are not that intuitive no. where he's just going to go out... Stevenson. And find okay. Stevenson all. Yep. So, but he goes out and finds Stevenson all. He does. Knocks on the door. Willow is all sad sack and just, you know... She's just like, ask, come in. Without asking who yeah. it is. She come just, in. Whatever. Oh, and he strolls. He, he strolls. does that. This is the same stroll in school hard uh-huh. when he's walking towards Buffy. It's the same stroll when he's telling Buffy, like, you know, two, two, work, two co-workers, two yeah. people in the workplace. Yes. You know, they- <laughs> Heat. Desire. Yes. No. Yes. I'm confused. <laughs> and I do love how Riley, they come across Buffy sitting there on the bench and Forrest is just like, well, now wait a minute. <laughs> Let's think about this. She might be helping us do our job. Right. You want to make the girl I have a crush on bait. Yes. I do. Easy. (laughs) And they have to change into their civvies because they can't go out in their full on tactical gear. Yeah, that's too much. Not Halloween. So what did he do? Go back to the base? Did he stash it in the... I think he had it on under his clothes. So you had jeans on under your... I'm so confused. Did you stash all that shit in the bushes too? 
We just have like stashes of civvies hanging around yes. the campus. So he goes up and, you know, Buffy tries to pull a, pull the stake on him. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he notice that? Or any of the dudes behind him watching the situation notice that? Because he's Teutonic. And she like, and it was there for a, a hot, like mm-hmm. good beat. Yeah. And then she stashes it in and her purse. And then she stashes it in her purse. And they do have a cute little, this is a cute little gender flip thing where, yeah. you know, he's like, it's not safe out here. And she's like, well, it's not safe for you either. <laughs> and he's like, you should go home. He's like, yeah, I'll take you home. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, nope, I'm going to stay here. Goodbye. And then she even you says something about, uh, you know, oh, because I'm a girl, mm-hmm. I need you to take care of me. He's like, yeah. I beg your pardon. And I think she... That is so Teutonic. Yes, that is so Teutonic. Because Xander apparently knew what the word Teutonic... I was surprised that she and Xander yeah. both knew. And, and I think even Giles was like, who are these people? Hmm? And I think she even... She's like, he's he's a doof. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's not Teutonic. Doof. Wow. Okay. He is a doof. <laughs> and she sits on the bench and she's like, I'm going to stay here. And he's like, well... I'm going to stay here too. Yeah. And then they hear a scream. A scream. A random scream. Because I don't think it was Willow. No, no. And they take off. Right. In opposite directions. And that's when the stroll. And another disturbing near rape yeah. scene. Yeah. And this is like all the tale, telltale signs mm-hmm. of a rape scene in a movie in, in cinema or anything. I mean. I really wish it hadn't been so hot when he stepped up to her, too. Yeah, I know. I have, yeah. Even when he slam throws her on the yeah. So I'm gonna give you a choice. <laughs> tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me more. <laughs> so yeah, like he tells her that um he's gonna kill her, and she's like, I'll scream. And he's like, bonus, <laughs> and then she does, and even he's like, fuck, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't realize it would be that sound. And he like turns, jacks up the music, mm-hmm. and tosses her on the bed, and, and goes at it. And, and she's cool. still listening to the same song from when Riley was there earlier. That's yeah. why Buffy's not home. <laughs> She dealt with Cher. Can you please just put headphones on? Why do my roommates keep listening to songs on repeat? Why? How? And eat my sandwiches. But no one out in the hall, because they even flash out to the hall to see if anyone's reacting to the noise that's coming out of this room. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. So when she was fighting Kathy, eavesdropper next door, excuse me, some of us are trying to study. Where are you? Where are you when I need you? And we cut to commercial. And mm-hmm. you hear a bite sound. Yeah. But when we come back from commercial, the room is <laughs> the room is a mess. <laughs> Willow's laying on the bed and Spike's kind of on the sitting there like really with his head in his hands. It's it, it's uh it's great how the uh, uh, otherwise frightening and emotionally confusing mm-hmm. scene gets flipped to this comedy of vampire impotence yes <laughs> and a heartfelt touching moment between spike and willow he's the only person that listens to her the only one the only one to give her any comfort or advice on this whole thing well does she i mean she doesn't talk to him about but how she's feeling how oh well, you're such a good friend oh you're like a right. sister <laughs> she's like you know <laughs> she's feeling some stuff <laughs> i know i'm not the kind of girl vamps usually want to sink their teeth into the look he gives her it's like huh Where'd we, how'd we get here? Right. And then he's like, oh, no. And then he like points out specifically sometime over the summer when she was wearing some In Lover's Walk. Fuzzy, fuzzy pink. Mm-hmm. And he gives her this look. Oh, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. Very biteable. And she's like, oh, you played it so cool. I didn't know. <laughs> like, this is just. I love it. I uh, this love is it. just some really great writing. Yes. And acting in this scene. He's like, I don't, I, I don't like to be all obvious and. Uh, 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 uh. 
And you know, and she and, and it gets, and then the lines get blurred for Willow. You know, she's like he's comforting and being nice to her, and then mm-hmm. so she's trying. Well, maybe we can wait a half hour. You could try again. Huh. It's just like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> or, and she slams him over the head with a lamp. <laughs> and I do like, she's like, but maybe you were just tired. Or maybe, you know, don't, don't patronize me. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't, this is happening to all vampires, not me. And when um, he's trying to figure it all out, he does that walk with the, the, yeah, his thumbs in the belt loop. Right. Walking back. <laughs> and it's like, damn. <laughs> so confused. Oh. And she does. She hits him with a lamp. And then. So Graham has this machine, apparently, that can tag people through walls and tell you the temperature of them. Sure. Freshman. Mm-hmm. Hot. 98.6. 98.6. Oop, there's Popsicle. <laughs> there's Spike. There he is. <laughs> so they're going to go in and get him. They go in with night vision. They cut the power. Yeah. And uh, right when Willow makes her escape from the, or tries to get out of the room. And uh, they go in with night vision goggles and mm-hmm. smoke bombs. and Yeah, why? They just why so really much? make the situation. For one guy? They really amp it up. For one guy? You guys are doing a lot. And you're supposed to be secret. Right. You probably could have just walked in there in the with like your gear on your face and not... Yeah. And then just snatched him up. I yeah. mean... Or maybe shot that drank dart through the window. Yeah. He was standing there and he I had a... I feel mm. like there was a better way to go about mm-hmm. this. So this happens, and then just, of course, chaos ensues. Yeah. Like, you got all sorts of civilians in the halls, and not... I mean, I'm surprised none of them got accidentally killed. And he's not supposed to be able to fight. Right. But he's holding his own for a minute. Yeah. He's kind of in pain, but he's, you know, pushing him around a little bit. Yeah. Until Buffy gets there. Right. Well, until Forrest is ready to straight up murder yeah, Willow. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, you know, he tries to grab her and like quarantine her and he's like, gets And even like, Riley's like, uh, no, it's fine. Like, and he's like, no, we can't break quarantine. Well, um, um, you look on her neck. Uh-huh. Has she been bitten? Has she been bitten? <laughs> but then there's Buffy with <laughs> quarantine this. This is the most dangerous bad plan. I don't know how the way that they shoot it. She looks like she shot him in the face. Right. But it bounces off the. It could All have the, murdered everyone in that hall. Everyone. It should have set up, like the whole thing should have been a flame. Yes, and that's another thing. Why did nothing catch on fire? Something should have caught on fire. Right. She shot a flare. Right. Indoors. In an enclosed space. Yes. And so the night vision goggles get all, you know, they can't see and the smoke's in. So they have to take their masks off. But the smoke bomb is making Riley not be able to see. Except this is where I have a problem with this. He's digging in her ass. Yeah. In this fight. Mm. He knees her in the stomach. Right. Like he's getting, he's, you know. Right. He's getting it. But then when they fight later. He's like, I know you're way stronger than me. Why are you so strong? When he finds out that it was her, he should have been like, well, I almost took you. Right. I almost had your ass, actually. Yep. (laughs) You know, because she, you know, when they fight later on, she's holding back a little Mm -hmm. because at that point they're already dating and she doesn't want to break, you know. Right. She's trying to boost that male ego. Exactly. Here, she was not doing that. And he still almost got her. Right. But he never mentions it. Ever. They never bring it up. It's question. It's Yeah, it is curious as to why yeah and so willow's like all disoriented and on the ground and buffy shoves her really hard into their room could you check on her for i mean she's still fighting so she's just trying to get her out of danger out of harm's way she hits riley with a chair punches him in the face she digs in his ass too this is a good fight actually right forrest and graham are off trying to get spike Spike, who's jumped out the window and he's, gone. Well, I'm, again, when things don't go his way, he leaves. I'm out. 
I'm done. <laughs> this is I've clearly made some poor decisions. Yeah. I'm going to go now. So then the there's we're left with Buffy and Riley standing off against each other, but he still can't see her. Right. Even through the smoke, I kind of saw I that she was a small yeah. woman with blonde hair. Right. And y'all lie to Professor Walsh. Right. They're like a team of 35 yes. grown ass men came together. Superhuman. And they were strong. <laughs> or whatever they were. It was a tiny girl. Own up to it. Right. And so Maggie's pissed because yeah. they didn't do what they were supposed to get. They were supposed to bring him back. Yep. And, and they didn't bring him back. They are without him. But they're, they try to assure her he can hardly hurt any human, any living thing. Because they've done something to our baby. Right. And he's like, Hustle 17 out of commission. He can hardly, he can't bite people. The chip works. So they right. put a chip in Spike's brain. Yes. And we also kind of get, I guess, for a split second when um, he goes back to see Harmony earlier in this episode and she like grabs at his head. Mm-hmm. He's like, ow, ow, ow. Yeah. So we got a little hint that something had gone wrong or something. They did they something touched to him. Him. <laughs> They touched him inappropriately. <laughs> they cut up in his head. The Buffy and Riley meet up in the quad <laughs> the next day and shouldn't he have a couple bruises on his face? Just one. Something. Please. She hit him with a chair. He should probably have like a bruise at least on the bottom of his chair. Right. And she punched him in the face. Right. And that's not just a punch. This is a slayer punch. Right. He should have a black eye. Yeah. At most. At least. Something to say that he's been in a fight. But no, nothing. And they're talking about how, you know, she apologizes for being rude the night before when they were, (laughs) when they met. And she finally realized she's the one to drop the peculiar Yes. Line here. He also gets a little, he gets a little weird. He gets a little weird. <laughs> and uh, she's like, you're quite peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh. Is Buffy going to have a normal relationship? Nope. <laughs> Someone, yes, but no. Nope. <laughs> Someone please, though, at least tell her that Parker's a piece of shit and what he said. Because I really think she would drag him to that cave that vampires happen to frequent yeah and it would it really wouldn't be like she killed him no he's just moving him to a different location Mm -hmm. whatever happens riley should be like i like you you know i like you this is what old dude is going around saying about Uh you you need to handle this (laughs) and then when he found out she was the slayer he again should have said (laughs) (laughs) so this one time (laughs) (laughs) i think you should know (laughs) go get him and thankfully, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last time that we will see Parker Abrams. I believe I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure. Oh, there's no so other reason time. for him to pop no. up other other than for Buffy to kick his ass. Yeah. I know that didn't happen. No, I wish it had. So, mm. yeah, pretty sure he's gone. Yep. And that's it. That's the that's, that's the initiative episode. So now we've got Riley. We've got an initiative full of demon fighting military folk. Yeah, I think it's funny when they first reveal the big giant room. Yeah, Riley makes that comment. He's like, "Who? What? What girl would want to date a guy?" It, it's right. like, seriously, dude, you have no idea what she deals with. Right? Like, this guy's this like shit. all the secret missions at night and blah blah blah. Mm, dude, bruh. That's Bruh. why later he ends up saying he needs to know the plural of apocalypse <laughs> when he talks. So he finds right. out about everything that. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Uh, right. Apocalypses. She's got like four. Yep. Under her belt. Yep. By the time the show ends. Yeah, I think so. 
So yeah, that's that. And oddly enough, there was only one body dropped. Yeah. Poor Vampire Tom. But plenty of bodies rocked for yes. the song of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the song of the week was Moby body rocking because, I mean, that was a, a 90s oh, standard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was definitely a frat party song. Yeah. They totally. did good on that. There was also, it was probably in a lot of commercials, too, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. And the burn goes to Willow. I've seen it on Spaces before. They usually come attached to liars. <laughs> oh, that girl. <laughs> Our random trivia this week, Seth Green has been removed from Ooh. the opening credits in this Ooh. episode. And Willow loses her shit about it. Yep. But Mr. James Marsters dun, dun, dun. gets promoted to the main cast and yeah, takes his place. He and he has it for the rest of the show. Yay. Yep. That's the series, yes. Yep. Main character Spike, and I love it. This is also the first time in the series a cast change occurs mid-season. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Buffy Wiki. Nice. And the moral of this story is sometimes peculiar is what you're looking for. Yeah. Ever so often, you know, maybe, yep. I guess. Does this episode pass the Bechdel test? It does. Buffy tells Walsh to act like a human. Tells her to watch her shit. Watch your mouth. Don't be such a bitch. Stop being a bitch. You're the worst human being. Oh, terrible. So terrible. Like, you see, this woman is visibly in pain. Uh-huh. Visibly shaken. And you're just going to shit on her. Oh, oh, you got some wounds. Let me pour some lemon juice, salt, and uh-huh. vinegar in there. Yeah. Let me Why? kick you while you're down. Why are you an asshole? What has for Willow what, ever done to you? For what purpose? She actually liked you. Right. She's been championing you. Right. This whole time. Not fair. I don't like you. So tell us your thoughts on the initiative and um, by sending us a voicemail at 412-385-7250 or sending an MP3 file at revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. Next week's episode. <laughs> you made a bear. <laughs> I didn't mean to. (laughs) Undo it. Undo it. That's right, kids. It's Thanksgiving, and we're talking pangs. Pangs. Um, Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving episode, and another kind of angel. Well, angel makes an appearance. Yep. It's a kind of, it, it sets up this mini arc kind of crossover, because angel has, Doyle has a vision at the end of an Angel episode, which sends Angel to Sunnydale to protect Buffy. And then she goes back to L.A. We get the heartbreaking I Will Always Remember You, which makes me want to vomit out of my butt. (laughs) I think this is called diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the emotion in that episode. I can't handle it. I can't. And then she comes back home. So it's like this yeah, little arc. Sets off a little thing. Mm-hmm. But um, if you don't want to watch the other ones, it's fine. You can still follow along. It's, uh, we'll get to them eventually. Yeah, we'll get there. So yeah, so please follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. Or you can follow me, Camila, at the underscore Rugged Angel. Or me, Mars, uh, mspear7338. And let me know why you think, for pangs, that Buffy didn't go to Ann Arlene's with Joyce. Interesting. Because that's where Joyce is in that episode, yeah, visiting her sister right. yeah. for Thanksgiving. Why? Why didn't Buffy go with her? What did you do? Maybe she wasn't invited. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing I can come up with is that she can't shirk her Slayer duties. It's like what? Two days? Two days. <laughs> Even the initiative gets... Right. They were going home. They were going home. <laughs> so, come on, kids. Tell me why you think Buffy didn't go. Is Aunt Arlene just a bore? <laughs> Or did Buffy do something to Aunt Arlene to upset her and now she's no longer invited to family functions? Yeah. 
So, yeah, until next time, thanks for listening. And um, we're going to go out with another bad creation, Little Soldiers. <laughs>